I'm not surprised by this, and I'm not endorsing the idea of petty thievery, but I kind of understand why some people, when asked to handle their own checkout at a supermarket, decide that maybe they're going to light finger a couple of the items that they picked up along the way. University of Leicester criminologist Adrian Beck joins us right now for some perspective on this. It's nice to have you. Good morning, Professor. Morning, John. Okay, so let's get a picture of just how bad the problem is. I mean, stop loss is always uh, taken into account that certain things are going to be shoplifted, but how much worse is it now? Well, we've, we've done surveys of retailers around this, and, and I've been looking at this for about a decade now, and they're now saying that around about 25% of their loss is due to their self-checkout systems, particularly in groceries. So about a quarter of all their losses are now occurring in that space. But it's it's important to remember that it's not all theft. You know, when we talk about loss, it can be due to error as well as theft at the same time. Well, that's what I was going to ask you about. I mean, sometimes maybe it's just that you put in rutabaga, but it was actually a cucumber. Yeah. So again, similar surveys have shown that, that, but just about over a half of all the losses they think are genuine theft. You know, people people trying to get away with it self checkout. But there's a, there's a fair old proportion which is yeah, people just making mistakes because of course, you know, none of us have been trained to use self checkout. There's an assumption we know how to use these systems, and and of course, a lot of people aren't. And so there's quite a lot of mistakes that are made as well in this space. Have you been able to do the math to account for whether or not? what they are losing order to theft um, equals what they are saving owing to the fact they don't need a human cashier. So far, it seems, you know, the, the labor saving is really quite profound for these retailers. I mean, that's why, you know, they've invested in these systems, let's be frank about it. And, you know, you think about a large grocery store where they may have had perhaps 25 checkouts working all at the same time. You now got, you know, only two people looking after all that process. So there's an enormous labor saving. And so they're always looking at that balance between what have we saved in terms of reducing our labor costs and what increases are we now seeing due to due to due to loss from them and at the moment it's still working in their favor i suspect but it's but it's it's been it's been eroded over time as as people are beginning to you know steal more and lose more in these spaces okay and without providing people with a uh, sketch of how to pull off petty thievery <laughs> um how are people doing this because when i check out obviously you know you have this business of having to go through the item, scan the item, and put it on top of a scale, which then accounts for whether or not that is the same item. So how are people pulling this off? There seems to be sort of three main drivers of, of the loss for retailers. The first one, as you say, is, is non-scanning, where somebody simply just you know, decides not to scan some items. And in theory, the, you know, the weight-based security should catch this. But a lot of retailers don't use that system, um, particularly for, for small transactions. We see retailers where they, they, they decide not to have that weight-based system. And so you know, it can be relatively easy for some people simply not to scan some of the items. That's one way that, that it happens. The second main way then is what, what is called misscanning or misrepresentation, which is where certainly on a, on a weighted system when you may be buying fresh food, um, people will misrepresent one product for another. So they'll put, you know, say a bag of a bag of grapes onto the weigh scale and they'll press carrots. Um, and as we all know, carrots are considerably cheaper than grapes. And so you're getting you're getting the product for, for a lower cost. Um, so, so that's misscanning. 
And then the third way is people will actually scan all their items, but then simply not pay. And they're, and they're known as walkaways. And so, and it, and it can be, you know, an error. So, you know, we're seeing this particularly with the increasing use of contactless payment. People may not realize whether that, that this, the payment has gone through or not. Um, or others will simply just scan up and walk away and the system will, you know, patiently wait for you to, to pay while you leave. So they're the three main ways, John. And there is a phenomenon, there always has been, of people who feel that shoplifting from a major company is just sort of payback to the man. So how much of this phenomenon is about people who may resent big companies and in particular big companies that make them check out their own groceries? Yeah, we, we've certainly seen some of that in terms of resentment for people having to do this. Um, and I've seen in some countries um, where there is that is a real active sentiment from some shoppers, which is, you know, I'm now working for you. I'm going to take 10 percent uh, and not not scan some items. Um, others will, you know, make excuse. We're, we're very good at making excuses around these sorts of things. So it could be, for instance, you say, well, I just don't understand how this works. And that's why I've not scanned that item. Or it could be, you know, the retailer can afford it. So I'm, I'm, I'm only going to scan some items. So there is a lot of issues around how people feel about using these systems. And of course, what, what, what they've done, these retailers, is they've presented a, a, a huge population of people now with opportunity that they wouldn't have had in the old system when you used to check out via a staffed a staffed system. You know, people simply didn't have the opportunity to now decide to whether to scan some items or not. And, and so we've opened up a lot more people to opportunities that simply weren't there before. And unfortunately, quite a few people are now taking those opportunities. Thanks very much for this. It's a fascinating insight. No problem at all, John. Good to have you. That's criminologist Adrian Beck.